Tune into our weekly podcast each Friday, wherever you listen to your favorite programs or on this website to hear us, three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice as the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. To reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions, we're at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, the Facebook group of the same name, and if you care to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Also, stay tuned for details about our upcoming news and perspective show on Millennium TV's M24 streaming news station. Welcome, 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 and thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast, and we appreciate you for all your time, your comments, and for spreading the word about what we're doing to keep the emphasis on Black economic empowerment, especially as the pandemic continues to wreak havoc in our communities, both health and business-wise. The news reports that over 41% of Black businesses have failed due to COVID-19 factors, which we actually suspect to be much higher compared to only 17% of white businesses, which is also too high, but we want to do what we can to help our own. All those other ethnic groups have targeted us as their cash cow for years. So this holiday season is really an opportunity to make a difference in our communities. We'll say it again, family, even if you have to go a little out of your way, buy black. Look up black or African-American businesses online using Google, Yahoo, MSN, Alexis, Siri, or whatever you use and let's pay more than lip service. So please think about that when you're tempted to make the excuse that the black businesses may charge a little bit more. In our 12 point plan for relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide, purchasing from black businesses not only keeps black businesses solvent, but black businesses employ black people. And that means that spending your money with black businesses is investing in your own communities and in our future. The best business lesson I learned as a kid was working for my father running a laundromat. What a great impression to make on our people, especially our young people, that they can get a job, a lot of times their first job, working for someone who looks like them. Powerful message. And while you're giving gifts to young people, how about setting up their first bank account at a Black-owned bank as another great holiday gift? If you're on Facebook, check out Black businesses in our groups with some 4,000 members. That's hashtag Black Dollars Matter, relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide, or just come out and talk to us at the Brothers Talk Group. Let's do this, people. We can buy Black. And while we're at it, please don't forget this nation's great shame that there are those struggling with food and housing insecurity. We've got to change this, but until we do, let's do what we can, and we have to continue to shine the light on Chef Dion Kakuda and his organization, Disabled Combat Veterans Youth Program, who are continuing to fight the good fight against hunger by literally feeding thousands of families who would otherwise go hungry, and they're doing it all entirely through donations and all volunteers. They'll soon be featured in a national news campaign, so stay on the lookout for that too. Check them out at dcvyp.org. That's D for disabled, C for combat, V for veterans, Y for youth, P for program.org. Go to dcvyp.org and give what you can. You'll be blessed that you did. And we also want to just give a quick shout out and best wishes to Michelle Bernard, who was one of our most recent guests for Speedy Recovery. We understand she's a little bit under the weather. So we're praying for your safe return and that you'll be back in the mix with us again soon. And now here we go with our host with the most, Scott and Norm. 
hey, family, Rod gave you a lot to think about, a lot to chew on, and ditto to what he was saying about supporting black businesses. Right now, the most important thing, I think, for black folks is you got to stay safe. You got to follow the rules. You got to listen to your doctors. Support each other. Stay safe. God bless you. Brothers and sisters, we are entering a new political realm. I want everybody to stay on point and to hold this new administration accountable. Happy Kwanzaa. Bye, Black. Peace. And for tonight's episode, our special guest is Roderick Pollock. He's been an educator for 26 years. He's a business owner. He's got his hands in real estate, specializes in producing all-inclusive rooms for college students. He puts teams together to renovate houses in the Albany, Georgia area as a property management person. He also does Georgia life insurance. He has a moving surface in the area. He's a commercial truck driver. And finally, he's also now in the business of a fire stick agent providing streaming services for people who want to save money and get rid of the high price of cable. And through all of that, he continues to be a mentor for young black men, which is certainly a deserving talent that we want to feature here. We really appreciate this brother for showing you how to get it done. So there are a lot of areas that he can talk about and we want to get right into it. So Roderick, welcome into the mix and please feel free to tell the folks a little bit more about yourself. Yes. I mean, you said it all in a nutshell and, and I, I just kind of look at things that, uh, that can bring in financial security for generational wealth. So I try to do those things. Everything I'm doing is pretty much as a shortage uh in that particular industry so uh the truck driving thing the the special education the the life insurance the housing it's just shortages and all those things uh, with our people so let's start out by looking at the fact that you are involved in so many different areas so many revenue producing and income producing areas so how do you manage your time people tell you i'm i'm the person that that that's always going you know, I uh, had a conversation with a, a classmate from Albany State this morning, and, and our minds were both racing Come as we talked and discussed our minds, just laying down and can't sleep because uh, my mind is always racing on what I need to be doing or what need to be done. Uh, like you said earlier, I, I have eight houses, so it's always something to do. It's always work to be done. And um not only that, I have to, you know, maintain the house. I property manage my own properties and I also property manage a couple of more clients that, uh, that, that has some, some, some real estate here in Albany. Uh, so it's always work. It's always work. No days off. So are you of J Jamaican descent, man? You got like 50 jobs. So you know, I'm just, I'm just kidding. So what, what, how did you first get into your first industry? You named a, a list of it, a laundry list of them. How did you get into your first one? Very, very simple. Very simple. I was introduced to um, Mr. Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. They have a thing about doing for self. So I always felt like I wanted, I didn't want to depend on my school job. I always want to have something that I can bring to and start building for myself. So everything I'm doing is pretty much, except the teaching thing, it's, it's doing for self. You know, I, I took that principle of uh, trying to do for self and for our community and and just instead of just talking about it, actually doing things about it. So one thing led to another. I, and I'm being from Miami. Uh, real estate is very expensive. I'm, I don't care if it's in the hood. You're not going to pay a thousand, hundred thousand for a three bedroom. 
in Miami. So being in Albany where you can get a house for under 25000 I said I had to jump on housing. You know, I didn't know, you know, if it's going to be worth anything later on in the future. But I realized that everyone needs a house, no matter how much income or no income, everyone needs a place to stay. Now, I understand that they have programs for people that don't have the income to pay their own rent. So I think you can't go wrong with, with real estate. So I got one house. I got my first house, me and my wife rented rooms. And I said, this can work. This can work. So uh, I rented rooms to college students. I rented rooms to my former teammates and students that I went to Albany State with. And uh, I told my wife this can work. So every house, I said, they need to be a four-bedroom. So I brought a three-bedroom house. I would I would add that fourth-bedroom and add a second bathroom and uh, end up saying I'm going to play Monopoly, real-life Monopoly, where I have three in a row. So that was my goal originally, get three properties in a row. And I end up doing that. Not mattering how much the third price uh, was, I, I wanted to have the three in a row. So I, I offered on my third house uh, to have three in a row. Got paid thirty-seven. I offered him fifty for it. Now I'm not telling you all that's the way to go. I was playing Monopoly, and I know even when you play the game of Monopoly, you get the cheapest property to put some houses on it. I mean, you get paid when people land on it. So real life Monopoly. And 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 for the topic tonight with the with the fire sticks and the things that I sell in that interest. Uh, I also was doing foster care in one of my houses. My wife didn't want to do it, so I moved out and did foster care for four years and end up having cable for my my kids and uh, end up meeting someone that had fire stick service. And I was gung-ho about, about that service. So I end up canceling $400 worth of cable bills, which was in just two houses. And I got the service and uh, went from $400 a month to $70 a month and uh, was asking the guy, how can I get into what he was doing? He, he didn't want to share that knowledge. So I was like, OK, no problem. So for, for probably about eight months, I rode with that guy, paying him $70 a month for five connections. And uh, one of my teammates ended up calling me and he was doing the same thing the guy was doing, but he was doing it for a company. And uh, I told man, I just had paid that month rent. But when I finish with this month, I'll be calling you to get with your company. He told me how, how I can become an agent. So not only did I go from paying 400 to paying 70, I end up going with this new company and I stopped paying 70 to zero. And now the company pay me because I bring in clients to the service. I introduce people to the service and I'll get paid. So I, when you look at it in the long run, I went from paying four hundred in a cable to two cable bills to now making almost a hundred dollars a month. What kind of advice would you give to young people wanting to get into real estate? Oh man, first of all, you want to keep your credit good. You, you want to, you know, pay your bills on time. These, what I'm going to tell you is what I how I raise my my children. Uh, while you're in college, if you go to college, you don't want to make bills because most of the time you won't be able to make credit card bills, you won't be able to pay them. And and right there, you're going to have a bad start when you get ready to buy your house. Uh, so minimize your bills. Watch buying. And this is what I'm telling my daughter now. Don't go buy a big item like a new car before you buy your house. You know, try to get your house because all those things, it, it messes what they, you know, the, in the banking and the housing industry, they have some called debt to income ratio. 
So what I would tell them, you have to keep your deck to income ratio low. So you make a lot of, you know, if you don't make but 40000 you don't want to have 50% of that used up on your bills already. You want to at least be under 10, 15 to 10, you know, or lower percent of your income. So uh, besides that, if you want to get into real estate, pretty much, you know, look at your surroundings, you know, start with a starter home. You know, don't don't go get out there and try to jump into that $90,000 house or a hundred thousand, you know, over that. Start with something that you can afford, $35,000, and put a little work into it. And, and and it's just like anything else in life. You know, it's one one thing at a time. You get that one house, and after you get that house, this is where uh, I have a couple of friends that's doing real estate. Our philosophy changed. They, they get loans. I don't get loans. I get a house, and my my goal is to pay that house off real fast real fast. So before I get my second house, I try to pay a house off fast. So I, I keep emergency funds in the bank and that's it. Uh, everything else, I try to pay bills off real fast. So uh, right now with my houses, I, you know, uh, most of them are, uh, are paid off. But that's because I'm sacrificing being broke right now to pay off bills fast. Where my, my partners, they all have mortgages on their on their properties. So you know, they're sacrificing uh, not getting rent because their rent money is actually paying off their mortgages. That's just that for di- different philosophies in that. But just to take it one step at a time, try to learn something. Uh, the more you can learn, the less you have to pay other people to, to come in and fix things. I don't deal with a whole lot of contractors. I find people that I find the contractor workers. So if you're a contractor and I see your workers, I, I try to talk to them and pass them my number. And ask them, do they want to make work on the side? And a lot of times they, they do, you know. So I deal with, you know, just knowing a lot of people that do everything. I don't know a whole lot, but I'm in school now to learn carpentry because I, I, I love the carpentry part of the building process. But just, just having a good team, you know, a lot of my, my projects is not because of me that I know a whole lot, but because I put teams together with people that know how to do the job. So I'm going to go back to my first question with you, because obviously with all those different irons in the fire, there has to be those times when things all hit at the same time. So how do you go about prioritizing what gets your attention? Well, actually, everything I do is 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 pretty much it's a communication type thing, whether it's talking to someone and letting them letting them know that you sell insurance or whether you're you're talking to them about your your fire stick service business or if you're talking to them about a college student about you letting them know you rent room. So it's nothing demanding that's physical. The the physical part is pretty much you know you have to cut your yards. You want to keep your your places up and, and presentable and looking good for people. I say, yeah, he has nice places. Everything he touches looking good. You know, he don't have ran down type places. So that tight work is going to always be there, you know, so you put yourself on those schedules with those yards. But pretty much everything else is, is the, the business aspect of it is letting people know what you're doing. So every place I go, you know, for for 15 rooms, I print out a thousand business cards. So I'm going to give a business card. If I think you're a college student, I'm going to introduce myself to you and let them know. And you're going to get a lot of no's. So you don't let a no deter you. You, you keep going because God. God is going to put the right person for your business or for your service in your life. You're going to run across the right person at the right time. When I was introduced to you, I was I was told that you also had a Ph.D. I wanted to know 
How has that helped you in terms of your of businesses? Right. A lot of times people don't even know I have a, uh, and it's a, it's a EED, education, uh, doctoral degree. But, uh, a lot of times the way I carry myself, the way I dress, you know, you know, I don't, I, people don't even know I have a, a, a doctoral degree. So I'm the type that people call me Polak. I don't get mad where, you know, most, a lot of times people with doctoral degrees, they, they want to be called Dr. So-and-so. I'm, I'm just Polak, man. I, the, the doctor degree is because I went into education knowing that, you know, I wanted to learn trades. And then once I got into grad school, I saw people that uh, I said, man, they got it. I can get it. And I, de- I just had that mindset. Oh, they got it. I can get it. So I decided I was going to go all the way through until they told me I wasn't smart enough. And that never happened. So I went all the way through. So has it been a benefit to put that ED behind your name when you're trying to do business? Well, I, I don't even use it. So what are your long-term goals? My long-term goal is to help help teach my young black folks, man, how to how to make it. You know, like I said, I love teaching. I love, I'm, I consider myself like a life coach. I have a couple of people that, you know, I, I, I done coached them from not having any education to getting a GED. Now they're working on their master's. And uh, when I have people I meet like that and they, they feel like they're down and out, you know, I try to encourage them. I, I just want to help people, man. I, my legacy is to is to be a, a positive influence for my people. And that's pretty much it. Thank you, Roderick <laughs> Pollock. We really appreciate you for everything that you're doing out there. And please tell our, our audience, our family, how they can find out more about you, how to reach you. Oh, man, I'm on Facebook, uh, Roderick Pollock. Um, and and uh, that's R-O-D-E-R-I-C-K. He is in Paul, O-L-L-O-C-K. And I, my cell phone number, uh, if you're interested in the service, you can call me 229-881-2333. And I, I will answer every call that comes to me. All right. So we thank you. And that's it for another edition of the Brothers Talk, our positive like business experience of the week. In addition to Brother Roderick Pollock, who shared with you a lot of his entrepreneurial fire and inspiration is to also remind you that you can find black businesses in our groups online. Hashtag the black dollars matter relaunching black wall street nationwide. And you can follow us at the brothers talk on Twitter, the brothers talk on Instagram and the Facebook group of the same name. And of course, if you want to go long form as always, the brothers talk at gmail.com much love and our continued gratitude for your time And remember, as always, let's do better today because that's all we really have.